Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It is Thursday, October 1st. This is the Thunderdome Fantasy Football Podcast. Glad to be back with you again. I am Troy Chang, your humble host. Can you believe it? It is October already. Week 3 of the NFL is in the books, and some big wins in the Thunderdome to shift the power rankings. Victorious made the biggest jump after a lackluster Week 2. In fantasy football, every week provides new matchups and new opportunities for teams to make their case to move up in the power rankings. Is your team ready to make a move? So this week's episode came a little later this week. Well, that's because Wednesday was a big day. And it was a big day because LeBron James and Anthony Davis led the Lakers back to the finals after a decade-long drought. So it was a momentous day for Lakers Nation. And LBJ and company, they did not disappoint as they had a dominating Game 1 victory. Me, personally... I hope we get three more in a row just like that. I don't want any doubt in the outcome of any of these games. I want nice, easy, comfortable victories. I just want a comfortable watch all the way to the NBA championship. I don't need these games to give me a heart attack. I've been getting enough of those in the Thunderdome. Just about everybody who won in the Thunderdome last week had easy victories. Everybody. But the rump shakers, that is. No, no, no. I had to sweat it out versus the A team. But once again, somehow, some way, rump shakers escaped with a 145.34 to 144.10 victory. Yes, you heard that right. Another victory by less than one point. Oh man, my heart can't take this. All I can say is thank you to A-Team's favorite team, the Seahawks. More specifically, thank you DK Metcalf. So in case you didn't get to see the game or didn't hear about what happened, DK Metcalf, big time receiver for the Seahawks, He got behind the defense for a long bomb TD and was going to score. He was sure to score. Except he started showboating before he got to the end zone. And he started easing up and jogging. And the defender came up from behind and punched the ball loose. And it ended up a touchback for the Cowboys instead. Yes! So, if it wasn't for that, Russell Wilson would have had another TD that day. And with that score, that would have given the A-team a comfortable win. But instead, another heart-attacking, heart-attack-inducing win for the Rumshaker. Oh, man. Nothing comes easy for Rumshakers. Everybody else, easy victories. Even the Demogorgon, they defeated two men enter, one man leave with a comfortable victory, which at the time, I believe, I think the Demogorgon was in 12th place and 
two man enter, one man leave was first. So it was a 12 versus one matchup. But the Demogorgon, they took care of him pretty easily. Comfortable win. But the Demogorgon better beware. He might have made Ron mad with that win. And that win might prove costly in the wrong, long run. You don't know. You don't want to make him bring the curse of Ron upon your team. So now another reason why this podcast came out late this week was because I thought I had the Demogordon, Joe Shin, and Victorious Victor Chang lined up for an interview on the podcast. But at the end, it seemed like uh, they backed out. So we had to uh, change course here. So luckily... And graciously, uh, we have once again two men enter, one man leave. Ron Lim back together in the studio again. Uh, so he's graciously uh, he is graciously stepped in to fill the void of those two owners. Uh, you know, like the the audience has been really wanting to get to know the different owners in our league. So it's a shame, but maybe when they have more time, we'll be able to get back to them. So, once again, I'd like to welcome in Ron Lim, two-man enter, one-man lead owner. Uh, Ron, thanks for coming again. It's a pleasure. All right. So, so uh, well, I, what I thought we'd do is, you know, usually I go over uh, last week's results. And so, of course, I'm going to recap last, re- last week's results. And as we do that, we'll kind of go over these teams and see where they are so far and maybe see what their maybe well i guess it's kind of look at their power rankings but kind of seeing their threat level what is their true threat uh to you in terms of being able to uh be a rival to you being able to win the championship so in game one we had stanky boys versus zuki zillas and stanky boys came out with a 124.8 victory over zuki zillas 84 34 Zuki Zillas fell to 0-3 with that loss. That was not a good showing by Zuki Zillas. Uh, not able to break the 100-point barrier. Um, were you surprised at this result? Did you think Stinky Boys was going to be able to overcome Zuki Zillas? Uh, Zuki Zillas, unfortunately, it's a wrap on him. Really? You know, power ranking-wise, he's not that uh, low. Uh, you know, he has... Um, you know, he has Mark Andrews, a highly rated tight end. Joe Mixon, a do-it-all running back. Uh, DK Metcalf, you know, a big-time receiver. And he's got two other solid wide, uh, running backs, Drake and Montgomery. Montgomery should get a little boost now that Tariq Cohen's out with the ACL. Unfortunately, you can't score only 84 points in a week and expect to win the, the chip. Yeah, uh, that's true. Now, stinky boys. Uh Power rankings have them as a really lower tier team, um, but they came out with a solid victory here. They do have Mahomes leading their team, uh, and they have a solid running back in Nick Chubb. But behind that, it gets a little bit thin. Do you think they'll be able to keep this up, or is are they a mirage? Um, you know what? Actually, I think he has a decent starting five. Um, I think he needs to shore up his bench a little bit, but other than that, he will definitely be competitive. Okay. He's got Mostert on the bench who uh, waiting for him to heal up. So once he gets back into it, uh, and he did pick up 
Jefferson off of the waiver wire. Uh, that was a savvy move. But I have a feeling that wasn't Stan doing it. I feel that was the Luke part of this team doing it. What do you think? I agree. I think Luke Skywalker is in there, and he was probably using the force. Yeah, okay. I uh, So you and I both agree credit probably goes to Luke, not Stan. Skywalker. All right. So now, game two featured uh, Squishy and TLA. And uh, this was both both teams scored pretty high. Squishy had 158.6. TLA had 143.78. But again, it was Squishy with another victory, 3-0. and um, His team is looking really solid, and power rankings are proving that. Squishy is a solid team. There's a reason he's at the top. He deserves to be there, period. He's got two great wide receivers, Thielen and Lockett. Um, and Kamara is going to go nuts for him all season. I mean, he really benefited this year having the pick that he did to be able to auto-draft, and, and auto-draft got him Kamara. And I would dare say, I do not believe Mike would have drafted uh, Kyler Murray where he did. I'm really upset about that because Murray was someone I had targeted. Where did he get him? Well, wherever he got him, I just don't think he would have gotten him. I can take a look back. Uh, let's take a look. Let's take a look back at our draft results. Um, so let's see here. Tyler Lockett. Oh, round six, he had DeAndre Swift. Round seven, did he get him? Round seven with Kyler Murray. That's about right. I'm saying, I think it's I know right. he didn't make the decision, but where he went, that's about right. No, but I'm saying it's about right. But I don't think he would have taken him in round seven. Uh, well, I can't. I can't really say. No, I can say he would not have figured out <laughs> Kyler Murray in round seven. And so, uh, there was a lot of players that I feel like he. Well, we shall see. You know, is it gonna? What is it gonna say? I mean, he's got AJ Brown and George Kittle on the bench. Of course, George Kittle will probably play playing this week. But what does it say to? The rest of us, the rest 11 of us, if Mike ends up winning with the autograph and he puts like the least amount of effort into it, he doesn't even value the trophy, I feel like, as much as some of us does. Um, yeah, but you know what? Teach his own. And I feel like Mike, I think Mike autographs almost every season. Yeah, that's true. So, you know what? Why, why change the narrative? All right, so you know, again, hey, if that works for him, he's been. I think I think he's pretty solid every year, so can't really say anything about that. You're right about that. He has been solid every year, and he's been solid with that auto draft. So, I guess there are some people who maybe should switch over to his strategy. All right, so uh, now let's go to TLA. He, although scoring pretty well, he ran into the bug saw that was squishy, and he dropped him to zero three. Uh, he is, uh, maybe getting a little bit of the injury bug too. Uh, of course he took down Saquon. He lost Saquon and, uh, that's as some people will say the curse of Ron. He took the player that was cursed by you. Uh, so 
it was his fault for not realizing that, as it was my fault uh, in our other league. But he's also uh, bitten by Godwin, although Godwin gave him a good game there, but uh, he's going to be missing this week. But he did pick up, uh, let's see here. Well, he did pick up uh, Daryl Henderson Jr. That was a pretty good pickup. So do you think he's going to be able to survive? Um, You know what? I think he has a pretty decent team. Top to bottom, but you know what? Running backs win you the chip, and I see that as his deficiency, unfortunately. So again, not think, of his own fault, right? So okay, so right. again, you think a decent seed, so yes. probably another uh, another good regular season for TLA. He good regular season. I I think he needs to make a trade. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's that's a that's a good thought that he does probably need to bolster his team to. Uh, in some way due to those injuries. Now, game three, Pigs versus Victorious. Uh, Victorious was not starting off strong, but now he's ended up at 3-0, and and he scored the biggest victory, biggest blowout the week, 171-32 to 126-98. I really thought Pigs had a solid team, um, but, you know, they suffered their second loss now, and Victorious, uh, as much as he's been complaining, He's been turning it around. What do you think about first victorious? Um, regardless of this result, um, I'm just looking at the. I'm just going by the rosters, mm-hmm. and I do think that I do think that uh, Pigs has a deeper team than Victorious. Victorious can win on a week to week basis as long as certain players go off. But in the end, I feel like Pigs is going to be a much more consistent team. Yep, yep. Well, you know, you don't know what you can get from Todd Gurley from week to week. He can have a big week. He can have a slow week. Uh, it really, really uh, – you don't know what you get every week with him. But he does have Dalvin Cook, which is a solid running back. And, of course, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill is uh, one of the top wide receivers. But I agree. Pigs was pretty well power-rated. He's pretty solid across the board. He's got two sh- strong running backs. Uh, he picked up a tight end, uh, Dallas Schultz, which, you know, that one is upsetting to me because, uh, again, Rumshaker is dealing with injuries. Rumshakers uh, had Blake Jarwin and had Blake Jarwin not got injured. He would have been the benefit of all these targets and all these points, the but instead it's going to Dallas Schultz instead. Uh, so now... ASMR video. Uh, excuse me, young lady. Please do not interrupt. Uh, is so bad. So now, uh, you know he is relying on Tom Brady to be his quarterback. He's got two solid wide receivers: DeAndre Hopkins, Calvin Ridley. Um, can this team go far? Do you expect more from Carson and Edwards Hilaire? I do expect Pigs to go far, but uh, what's a little bit baffling to me with his team is I don't know why you'd carry two kickers. I don't understand that. That is a good question. Why would you waste a roster spot? But he must know something that the rest of us don't. He must know something that the rest of us don't know. Uh, he puts a high premium on kickers, so he does not want to be caught shorthanded at that kicker spot. I could maybe let that slide if it was Justin Tucker, but unfortunately, his other kicker is Matt Prater, so mm, it's a little iffy to me. That's what? a wasted roster spot. It opinion. looks like a wasted spot to me too. But evidently, uh, Danny's crazy like a fox or crazy like a pig, I guess we should say. All right. So let's take a look at the 
next matchup that occurred. The next matchup was Zeke Squad versus number one man Wolfpack. And, uh, you know, Zeke Squad, I thought, had been looking pretty strong. And number one man Wolfpack, uh, they were reeling a little bit. Um, they had started off 0-2 in the week, but they were able to pull out a victory here. Uh, number one man Wolfpack relying on Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is having a revival this year. Um, and, of course, he has Derek Henry and Miles Sanders, which is why I thought his team was pretty solid. He has two good running backs. Now, this week, his team is uh, hit by that COVID, and so Derek Henry is going to he's gonna have to put him uh, on the bye this week. But overall, uh, do you think number one man Wolfpack might be making a comeback? He does have Zach Ertz at tight end, and now with Dallas Godard hurt, which, again, is another injury I sustained, uh, Zach Ertz may be getting more points here. I think number one man Wolfpack has a pretty solid squad, but I actually think he could make his depth a lot better if he wasn't carrying three defenses. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, uh, I do have to agree with that. Three defenses. He's trying to play mm. the game of having the right defenses. He's he's hoarding defenses. So I guess... Uh, but you know, you know what? Week to week, that just kind of makes makes it a headache. Like you just don't know who to play. It's it's just a you know a Russian roulette kind of game, and you just don't know. Mm-hmm. It, I just find that a little bit odd. But you know what? Maybe he's onto something that the rest of us aren't. Yes, hoarding kickers, hoarding defenses. That's quite an interesting strategy. So we'll see how that plays out. So Zeke squad had uh, well, this was their first loss of the year. Uh, He's got some solid wide receivers. Of course, Ezekiel Elliott leading that team, and he was able to pick up Jarek McKinnon. Uh, how about this team? What do you think about his what team? Is Peter super doing? simple. It comes down to one thing: he has a deficiency at quarterback. Right. That's it. If he can shore that up, he can be a good team. Right. He was relying on Carson Wentz, and that has not been working out for him. Right. So he felt like he had to roll the dice with Gardner Minshew and. And that, that backfire, that, that backfire big yeah. time. Oh, does, doesn't that uh, isn't that one of the worst things when you got to make a move to have? And like for example, he's gonna have to decide between Minshew and Wentz every week. And doesn't that suck when you make the wrong move? Yeah, it's unfortunate because unfortunately this past week, Wentz had twenty three point five points, but Minshew only had nine point two. He could have had a chance to win if he had put Wentz in there mm-hmm. and maybe just one other roster move. Just yeah. you got to stick with your horses. Yeah, I mean, he could have put Singletary in instead of Cream Hunt. That would have got him a couple more points there too. Uh, so, yeah, that's kind of painful when you uh, always pick the wrong person. But so. top to bottom, outside of that, I think he has a pretty good team. Okay. So, and the next matchup we have was, okay, well, this one is a little bit painful. I hate to bring this one up, but this was your matchup, two men enter, one man leave, uh, against the Demogorgons, and uh, the Demogorgon came up and bit you somehow. Yeah, you know what? I got to give him credit. You know what? He was up, he had his back up against the wall, a lot of injuries, but he pulled it out. You know what? I feel like I have a better roster top to bottom, but you know what? Any given Sunday, that's just the way it goes. Right. Well, I agree your roster is stronger, which is why, again, 
power rankings are not based off record. Power rankings are based off uh, the strength of the roster. And I have to admit, I still uh, see your roster as either the top one or top two rosters out there. Uh, you are solid. At, of course, you went with wide receivers first. And even though you're dealing with some injuries at wide receiver, that hasn't hurt you. you your wide receiver depth has been very, very good. Uh, Judy play is starting to come around. Um, your running backs, they've uh, have panned out for you. Obviously, Jonathan Taylor being the most obvious example. That wasn't luck. Well, not luck in terms of the the pick. The pick was good. Uh, luck in the sense of now he's injuries, injuries. Yes. and now again maybe maybe I have to admit that is maybe not luck because you put the curse on the player <laughs> and you knocked Marlon Mack out. So uh, let me backtrack here. Don't, I don't want you to get mad at me. No, You're right. It's not luck. You know what? I'm looking it, actually at the matchup between me and the Demogorgon. And you know what? If I look at it, I actually played, based on my entire roster, I played the perfect lineup. You, yes. That's all I could do. Right. You did all you could That's do. That's it. It just was he, a bad I match. just got beat. That's the way it goes. He did pick up uh, Wilson Jr. from San Francisco. Yes, that, that was a good was pickup. was a very good pickup. So, but let me ask you this. Um, do you think it, it's a non-factor or do you think it was a misstep? So, I don't know of anger or uh, despair that the wrong curse hit his other running back, Le'Veon Bell. He straight up dropped Le'Veon Bell. And that, of course, you can see number one man, Wolfpack, scooped him up off of waivers. Uh, do you think that was a knee-jerk reaction to drop Le'Veon Bell a starting running back, once he gets back, yes, he's injured. He does have to weather the storm a little bit. But what do you think? Should he have dropped him? Or My should own, he have tried to trade him at least? He could have done that. But I know Le'Veon Bell would be considered at least a running back one or two. But you also have to look at his situation. The Jets are just a terrible team. They are a terrible team. So I'm not sure even the talent of Le'Veon Bell can overcome that team. So. And you know what? In the end, we just don't know. We got to see what Le'Veon does when he comes back. It might have been a great drop for him. I agree that it's know. hard for talent to just overcome because look at Sam Darnold. Right. Sam Darnold with the greatest yes. SC quarterbacks. Yes. Any other team, a good good yes. situation, yep. he would be an all-pro at this point. But he's being bogged down Put by Sam Adam Put Sam Darnold Gish. on a team like the Denver Broncos. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That team is, that team is a Super Bowl right contender. Right. And he's getting wasted, and not only is he getting wasted in New York, I'm afraid that he's going to become a broken quarterback after this experience. Look what look, look what they did with Mark yes. Sanchez. Look what they did yes. with Mark Sanchez. Uh, so I don't uh, even know who ran the ball for the Jets the other night. I don't even know who the running back was. It was the it was Frank Gore. Oh, <laughs> okay. There you go. <laughs> Whatever. So <laughs> so there was there was. At least touches to be had if Le'Veon Bell gets back. Right. He might get volume, but right. you still cannot overcome a bad team, a bad offensive line, a bad head coach. Football's a team game. Yep. One player cannot overcome all that. It's just not possible, no matter how good they are. I see. Yeah. So the only person the only player that can overcome that is probably Christian McCaffrey. That's true. That's true. All right. So uh 
the last team to really evaluate is the A team. And, uh, of course, he lost this week. But he does have Russell Wilson leading his team. Russell Wilson, his favorite player. Uh, and, of course, he always scoops him up. And Connor is back now. And uh, he picked up Gaskin, who's looking like a real starting running back. Uh, what do you think the A team is? Uh, you know, he's very analytical in his approach. Do you think he has made the right calculations to assemble this team? Well, I'm looking at the A-team's roster right now. I like it, except for he definitely has a deficiency at wide receiver. Oh, yeah. Uh, McLaurin's not bad. and He's okay, but yeah. Darius Slayton, no. Not on the Giants. And Russell Wilson is not going to be getting you 40-plus points a week. All right. Well, he does have Kenny Galladay, uh, who's coming back into form, and he... And this one upsets me because I had to drop. I had I had to uh, look for some spots, and I had to drop Debo Samuel. And he, of course, picked him up off of waivers. And Debo Samuel, once he's healthy, the second half of the year might be a weapon for him to shore up that wide receiver depth that you're talking right. about. But the A team, though, you know what? He just has to stay afloat until McCaffrey comes back, yep. and then that's going to change the game. Right. There so that's, that's all he needs to do. If he goes 500, he's going to be fine yep. till McCaffrey comes back. Yeah, McCaffrey, what I'm hoping is that you will maybe extend a little bit extension on that curse on McCaffrey. Maybe make that uh, ankle go a little bit longer. Uh, so, Because I don't, I don't really hear the A-team. I don't hear John really appealing to you, asking for your blessing. So I think that's a little disrespectful out of uh, the A-team. I think you should... Throw your, throw the curse of Ron a little bit harder onto the A team. Unfortunately, I've put that curse actually on myself by knocking out Devonte Adams and Julio Jones on my team, my number one and number two picks. I've actually hurt myself more than I've hurt other teams. I think. Well, I would say that Joe and Victor uh, would disagree with that and say that you have put your curse on them the worst, and so now. They have saying more than the curse, is this a virus? Is this a rovid? So now I do feel like the teams that are affected the most have been my team, Joe's team, Vitter's team. So are you, is this possibly more of a viral case where proximity to you will lead to more damage to your team? I don't believe that. I think it's all coincidental. <sighs> I don't think there's a virus or a, anything like that going around, unfortunately. Okay. I think well, I think that's just a myth. Okay. And you know, um I think we'll see that at season's end cuz it's still very early in the season. Um we'll revisit it like when the playoffs come around and you know what? If if all these injuries still hold true to all these guys, then maybe that's something I could believe. All right. All right. Well, we'll see. Um we're not going to talk about your team. Okay, and uh, before we end, we have an extra special guest. Uh, can you tell me your name? What? What's your name? Ava. Ava. Oh, Ava. And do you have a favorite fantasy football team? Mm-hmm. Do you like Rum Shakers the best? Say daddy's. Say daddy's team. Ava, say daddy's team. Or do you like Rum Shakers best? Do you like Rum Shakers best, Ava? Ava, Ava, what is that over there? Bee. A bee. And what does bees do? Bee likes honey. Okay. You know what? Know what's honey? Honey is sweet. 
You know who gets the victory, the spoils of honey and milk? Honey and milk goes to Victor. And do you know who the victor was? Rum shakers. To the rum shakers went the land of milk and honey. We we should talk about the rum shakers roster though. Ah, that's uh, that's okay. I, think, I thought we were gonna end we it before to. that. No, I think we do need to. Well, because that that team is so embarrassing is, as well. No, think. it's not embarrassing, but there is a deficiency. I think Rum Shakers knows what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this whole team is uh, deficient. I agree. I don't know how I'm pulling this off. Just somehow, it's going some way. Somehow, you know, it's it's probably the other teams lost is what. It went. Uh, in the end, scoreboard is all that matters. So before we leave, I have uh, one question Daddy, for you that we've Daddy, been asking I guests here. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Daddy, it's okay, okay. for words out. Okay. So the, the question is, in this past week, uh, and this is, you know, what was something uh, good that you had to eat this week? Uh, actually, you know what? My best meal this week was actually going to the original pancake house on Sunday, right before the football games. Oh, original pancake house. I know. I, I the, feel you there. I had the corned beef hash and yes. eggs. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Now, With this the, is a corned beef hash. And strawberry pancakes. Excellent. Right. Now, for those who haven't been to original pancake house before, uh, was this a corned beef hash that you get out of the can? No, it is not. Which, that, that corned beef hash has its place, too. That's the fine, The corned beef hash... Mixed no with rice, with if you make fried rice with a canned corned beef hash, put a little extra butter in the rice, that's pretty good. But it is excellent. Having said that, you're talking about Original Pancake House, which is, I believe, they chop their own corned beef hash. Yes, they do. And you know what is excellent about the corned beef hash and eggs? When I mix in that egg yolk in that corned beef hash, that is Excellent. That is my favorite thing. Yeah, I do. I do like that. Now, do you get the potato pancakes with that? Oh, yes. I make my wife get that <laughs> so I can have some of it. <laughs> and, of course, they're, they're uh, buttermilk pancakes with strawberries and cream. Yes, the pancakes sir. are always on point over there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, yeah. And, so, and then my, my, my daughter loves bacon, so I'm... I, I make sure that we get that bacon on the side so I can have a couple strips of that, that thick cut thick bacon, cut bacon right? too. Yes, sir. Yeah, Ava, you like bacon? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. <laughs> Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Right, Ava? All right. Good talk. Good talk. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So, everybody out there, that ends uh, this podcast for this week. Go Lakers. Everybody, go get something good to eat. And go Lakers.